And welcome to The Land Show, ladies and gentlemen, the only show that you tune into on Friday afternoons or evenings or Saturday mornings or I don't, I don't know where the f*** you're from. It doesn't matter. It's not the point. The point is you're tuned in now and that's a good thing. We've got a great show for you guys today, uh, including, oh man, we built the most amazing chair of all time and it actually ties in perfectly with the LTT store item that you and I were talking about earlier in the uh, the the pre-stream stream that's over on okay. Floatplane. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're also going to talk about the Xbox Series X and S, including some discussion around whether like the PC is just, you know, DOA at this point cuz Luke, I think I think there's an argument to be made. We're going to have to make we're going to have to we're going to have to have that discussion. A real frank discussion right about it's now. It's going to be interesting. Uh-huh. Yep. What else we got? Uh, WD labels 7,200 RPM drives as 5,400 RPM class. That's, that's... It's the kind of thing you wouldn't imagine getting in a lot of trouble over, and yet they did. We'll discuss that <laughs> later. Also, uh, AMD news, RDNA 2 and Zen 3 dates. Hey, so we can speculate again. See, what is up with this? The one show, the one, the one show. freaking show with all the tech news of this year, okay? Oh. Like the biggest, biggest tech news of the year. And I'm, I'm on a campsite with no internet even. <laughs> I can't even call into the show. You know how bad I wanted to call into the show? Well, I couldn't. I couldn't call into the show and talk about... The Ampere announcement. Yeah, I was I was so hyped up to to battle about that. And you and know, then... you want to hear the worst part, Luke? You know how earlier on on the pre-stream, I was like, it's okay, Luke, because we can just discuss those things this week, right? You know, we can just pretend it never happened last week. I lied, dude. I lied. <laughs> I let you down because because I've seen the numbers now, so I can't say anything. Oh. I can't break my NDA. <laughs> so you can say whatever you want. And I'm going to have to sit here, poker face, pup, 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 poker face, and pretend I, okay. I have no well, idea what you're talking can about. We, can we agree about something? Can we, can we, yeah. we can discuss this part because it's not about the numbers. Sure. You mean or, the part where we roll the intro of, first? But yeah. Let's, let's do, do that. All right. Just a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. You know what? Let's just start. Who cares? I'll just, I'll just mute the intro. Whatever. Whatever. No, who cares anyway? All right, let's get this. Let's get this. Let's get this party started. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So I, it it sounds great. It sounds fantastic. Speeds and feeds sound real cool. They it do. Was given to uh, Digital Foundry, and they showed some really cool stuff with it. Uh, but so far, it's Digital Foundry and Nvidia's words. That's that's not a lot of players in the space. Yep. That's I like literally zero. Well, one, one, yeah. one. Okay, Digital Foundry counts. Nvidia does they not. Count. Yeah. I mean, um, I love so NVIDIA, like, but like, you know, Luke, you've dealt with NVIDIA a lot over the years. How would you characterize NVIDIA's representations of their new graphics technology on, on a scale uh, of where one, where one is like, they basically hate themselves and everything they make. And 10 is 10. incredibly <laughs> optimistic, very optimistic. 10, definitely. You know, our, yeah. our graphics cards walk on water and... They, they come with a free leather jacket and could you live with yourself if you lived any more of your life without RTX? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know exactly what it was, but yeah, I, uh, I, 
I, I just, do you think people should reserve judgment for at the very least review more reviewers getting their hands on it? Okay. So again, I already have my hands on it, so I can't, yeah. I can't tip anything. Luke, I can't even tell you, you know how know. this is. You're not I even do. in the organization anymore. I can't yeah. tell you what I can tell you though is uh oh this is so funny okay i don't normally read super chats right away but robert mail says not sure why people are so hyped for amd 6000 series graphics i have an amd 7000 series in my basement if anyone wants it <laughs> hey got him love it reusing reusing product numbers that's how that's how you get in trouble we should uh, we should get our uh, 8800 gtx's out Okay. Those, those have got to be crazy. So I'm, <laughs> so I'm going to fall back <laughs> on this. I'm going to fall back on the same advice that I give to anyone ever. And that is that you should never pre-order. So you should always wait for independent evaluation of anything you're buying, whether it's a game or a, even a movie. Like there's movies that I guess I know I'm going to go see without a review anyway, but that's just me being a dumb blind fanboy. And I got to understand that. I got to I gotta just accept that. Um, so if you're trying to not be a dumb blind fanboy, then you should wait for independent analysis, especially yes. because something like a graphics card is so, I'm not going to say easy because it does take expertise in order to evaluate it properly. Um, but it's so, it's so objectively evaluatable, right? Like an album or a movie is so subjective. Whereas a graphics card, I mean, either it has lots of FPS and is cheap, or it like doesn't have many FPS and is expensive. Like there, there's no way yeah. to, yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, I guess back in the day when, <laughs> this is kind of funny, actually, I forgot about this. Back when ATI, when they existed and Nvidia used to play a lot more games with render quality in their drivers. There was some argument to be made around, you know, one of them is is actually rendering the game at a higher fidelity, even if the FPS is lower. But these days, I think it's been all quite a while since anyone's been caught making those kinds of optimizations. Nowadays, if they're, you know, upscaling the image, that's not a bug. That's a feature. To be clear, I'm not... I mean, up, upscaling is specific. Downscaling is yes. I'm not yeah. knocking DLSS. I'm not knocking DLSS. I, I do consider that to be legitimately a feature. I'm just... It is actually pretty cool. I'm just having a little fun. I'm just having a little bit of fun at NVIDIA's expense here. So, uh, so that's what I'll say. I'll say you should always wait for independent review. What are you expecting? Because you legitimately don't know anything. So you can say... No. Oh, sorry, that came across wrong. You that's legitimately a don't... Rude. Um, you you don't have not, any not inside knowledge on the <laughs> RTX 3080. Um, I, I think I'm expecting a lot. Uh, I think I'm expecting a lot because... Uh, and this, this was where... Like a little bit more specifically what I wanted to talk to you about. But I, I think yeah. I'm expecting a lot because the last launch was pretty lackluster. Mm. Um, so you're on the every other GPU launch is bad kind of bandwagon here right now. I don't know if that's necessarily been true. Just the other one was really bad, so the pendulum must this swing the other way. Series was just kind of, just kind of butt. Well, Nvidia hears you. Nvidia hears you loud and clear. I mean, they made it very clear during the presentation that they yeah. were speaking yeah. directly to 1,000 series <laughs> owners. Please upgrade, <laughs> please. Okay, and that's that's the other side of my thing. Is like I I. Uh, 
the 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 like oh my 1080 my my 2080 ti is garbage now okay if you could afford a 2080 ti maybe you genuinely think that way and the amount of money for the new card doesn't matter and it's fine but like a lot of people with 2000 series cards even though i think that that whole lineup was kind of but like you don't you almost certainly don't need to upgrade yeah i mean that's something that i actually it's it's so funny because I I come from a time like back when I was making enthusiast PC hardware purchases. This happened all the time. Yeah. Like I look at that like it's people have almost been sort of um they've fallen into this false sense of security where if they if they buy a computer, it's like still fast for three years. That's bad. That's not good. Yeah. That's not what we yeah, want. A, you didn't. You didn't win. Yeah, we, yeah, we want them to get faster, so that when yeah. it's time to upgrade, you, you get a significant upgrade. You know, <laughs> you're not upgrading from a 2600K to a 7700K, and like, hey, here's my 18 more FPS. Thank you, Intel. Like, that's not. That's not what we're after, right? As enthusiasts. So I look at all the outrage over the 2000 series, and I go, look, guys you gotta have a perspective check here and i get it there so there's some people out there luke like you said where to them you know a 2080 ti is just pocket change anyway who cares it's like oh this is garbage yeah. i might as well give it to my little sister and yeah. get the new 3000 series but there's also people out there that scrimped and saved and scraped together potentially over the last two years that's when the 2080 ti launched two years ago to get real-time ray tracing only to discover they bought a card that's not even fast enough to run it at a modern yeah. resolution in almost any games <laughs> yeah and, that and, launch was was lame and that sucks like that really sucks it but, does for sure but that yeah sorry keep going but your card's not garbage like i'm running a 2080 ti in my vr rig in my living room i'm not gonna swap it out not no. because i can't afford a 3000 series I, 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 I mean, probably not right now, just because these things are going to be so tight. Really hard to buy. Really hard to find. But sometime three months from now, realistically, like I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat it here, guys. It's not like I can't get hardware if I need it. If I call up a Gigabyte or ASUS or MSI or Zotac or pretty much you name it. And I'm like, hey, sup? Uh, I need an RTX. They'll be like... Oh, fine. Uh, so <laughs> so if, if I wanted to upgrade that system, it's not even a matter of the money. To me, it's just like, hold on a second. What game is actually demanding more than what an RTX 2080 Ti can, can do? Like if I'm not actually trying to run real-time ray tracing at 4K, that is still a fantastic powerful graphics card it is still yes. going to be more powerful probably than the xbox series x and the playstation 5 like let's it's not gonna necessarily oh wait hold on a second yeah rtx 2080 ti is even getting direct storage so you will be able to leverage that direct access for the gpu to high-speed nvme storage on an rtx 2080 Ti. it's not a bad graphics card no, it was it was kind of a bum release and like the whole kind of point of it didn't really pan out directly and all that kind of stuff, but it's still very powerful, especially for almost everything that almost everyone will use it for. Exactly. Everyone's like, oh, Flight Sim 2020. Okay, get real. How many of you actually, actually play, play Flight that. Sim 2020 as like yeah. you're you get home at the end of the day and that's like the game you play? And most of the like really intense flight simmers that I know 
And of course, Twitch chat's going to be like, oh, I do, I do. I do, I do. Um, yeah. Okay, fine, uh, fine, fine. Most of the really intense flight simmers that, that I know of are not going to balk at getting a new card. And they were like very likely going to get the new card anyways. So it yeah. doesn't matter. And like something, something that uh, Linus and I have been talking about on this show probably since I'm assuming uh, one of the first five episodes has been the idea of when when you're not necessarily even strapped for cash, when you're trying to be strategic about your computer component purchasing and upgrading, you flip that before the announcement. Yep. Yep. Because afterwards, with that said, the one time that that would have screwed you is if you flipped your 1000 series before the 2000 series announcement, because you basically would have been stuck just like buying a more expensive graphics card for <laughs> a small increase in performance. Even then you wouldn't yeah. have gotten screwed that bad. Like you might've lost a couple hundred bucks, which is a lot less than you lost if you didn't flip your 2000 series just now a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty rough. But like, there, there's a reason why we've always said that. It's because it, yep. it works. And if you did that this time around, you would not have lost that like huge amount of money. Bugatti uh, Boy 912 here says, lol, Linus gatekeeping flight sims now. What are you even talking about? I'm just being realistic. Like, let, like here, hold on, hold on, top. I don't think, I think that was saying it's it's unlikely that, uh, like, like how many people even play? Is there Steam stats on this? Top games Twitch here. Hold on, hold on, just a just a minute here. That's so we got one. we got your fall guys. Uh, okay, sort by viewers, high to low. Here we go. You got your Among Us. You're just chatting. Your League of Legends. Your Grand Theft Grand Theft Auto Five is still bigger than Flight Sim on Twitch. You got your Fortnite. I mean, how old is that game? Why is it classified as a driving and racing game? Fortnite? No, Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh. What are they doing? I don't... That is so stupid. Look at this. Driving racing game. You guys claim to know gaming. Even I, I, I know that's not right. Okay, so hold on. How far down How far down this list do we have to go to find Flight Sim? And to be clear, I'm not knocking Flight Sim. I'm just saying that Sim games are not mainstream. And this is kind of like the same stupid arguments that you saw way back in the day. Like I'm talking back Pentium 4 versus Athlon 64 when people are like, but my video encoding it's like please you are not a video encoding like back then like the, the the youtube space didn't exist yet like people were not in their basements on their their pentium 4s creating videos and yes <laughs> A small handful, but there's dozens of us. A small handful of them were, but for the vast majority of people who were trying to treat, well, this great advantage in video encoding as some kind of, you know, killer app for buying a Pentium 4 versus an Athlon 64, it was, it was a complete the fallacious argument like it just had nothing to do with anything because the majority of us are just going to go home fire up league of legends or fortnite or you know rocket league or whatever and get no advantage whatsoever from that hyper threading and there's been there's been a hundred different examples of this over the years i mean intel has been on the on the receiving end of this kind of um sort of 
uh, favoritism towards their competitor more recently. So Intel right now is at a significant disadvantage in one of the most popular benchmarks out there, Cinebench, compared to AMD. Because AMD just ships way more freaking processing cores for the dollar than Intel does. And Intel's like, but, 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 but nobody actually uses Cinema 4D. And it's like, yeah, I, I know, but it's really easy to run. And it gives us a pretty sort of relatable and still legitimately real world look at multi-core performance, which we can kind of extrapolate out to the future, assuming that uh, software developers learn to use multi-core processors better over the next, you know, five years that you might own that PC or 10 years that you might own that PC. And we can say, okay, you know, this is definitely something to consider when we look at the value proposition of these two products. I'm just, I'm saying that in the case of Flight Sim, Flight Sim is not going mainstream in the next five years or 10 years. Flight Sim has had a steadily, not very fast, but steadily decreasing player count, even with how new it is. And its 24 hour peak is around 10,000. So I'm not- They are all watching this stream as far as I can tell. So I'm... <laughs> so here, hold on. Let's go back to the list here. I'm not even, I can't even make this stuff up. Hold on. Where is... Control F sim. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Control F sim. Here we go, again, ladies and it's, gentlemen. It's a really cool game. We talked about it on the WAN show. It 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 looks beautiful. And if you have one of those like a crazy jack okay. system that can play it and maybe even a rig that you can sit in or and like manual controls and stuff, really, really cool setup. You can take flight sims super far. I also know people that run flight sims on lower settings, on lower yep. setup rigs and have tons of fun with it. And that's absolutely fantastic. It's just not really that big of a player base it's just not mainstream that's all yeah. so here hold yeah. on hold on i'm not done with this yet i'm not done beating this dead horse okay so we've got <laughs> miscreated which is simulation we've got escape from tarkov which is a simulation fps hey. and again a little less popular than uh <clears throat> fortnite just a little just by a little bit here uh because people don't generally want realism in their video games necessarily We've got Daisy. Okay. Yep. We've got VR Chat. We don't actually have anything that I would consider to be a straight up Sim style game yet. Seven Days to Die. What's next? World of Warships. Oh, come on. I mean, it's pretty, okay. It's pretty simmy, simmy combat, I guess. Streamer Life Simulator. Streamer Life Simulator is literally more popular than Flight Sim 2020. Although, okay, that's, that's a bit of like, a, what's that kind of bias called? It's not confirmation bias, but like sampling bias. Like we're sampling people who are viewing on Twitch TV. So And that could also have like one particular, that's, I don't know, I haven't clicked on the category, but a lot of times on Twitch, if you find like a smaller section that's oddly yeah. inflated for a moment, it could be one bigger streamer just happened to play that game or do that thing for that amount of time. All right, let's move, really on, inflates that let's move on though. Next up is The Sims 4. <laughs> A game from, uh, could you mind uh, fact-checking this for me, Luke? Uh, what yeah. year is Sims 4 from, please? Uh, hold on, I'm just going to work my way through the rest of the list here. We've got Space Engineers, whatever that is. Eco, whatever that is. Animal Crossing New Horizons. Wow, that's really fallen off a cliff, hey? Does nobody care about Animal Crossing anymore? Uh, I don't hear many people talk about it. Wow, all right. Uh, and it's more popular than Flight Sim 2020. We've got Euro Truck Simulator 2. Also ahead of Flight Sim 2020. And finally, with 1.6 thousand viewers, Flight Simulator 2020. Wait, holy crap, that's not even 2020. <laughs> Shut up. 
<laughs> is this really? the old one? No, no, no. It might just be Microsoft Flight Simulator. It. No, no. The, the this looks too good. No, this this has to actually be the, the new the one. New is one. called just Microsoft. That's that's the yeah. That's the, I can barely see in the corner. That's the cover. Art that's the it. box. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just I'm just yeah. making sure. Oof. Oof. So Sims 4 was released in 2014. In 2014. All right. I don't want to dive into it too far, but Sims, the, the, the Sims fan base must be some of the most like abused fans of like any game. They're actually cool games. Uh, there, I said it. No, but what I, mean, I, I would like, never play them very, because they're for like, girls, but <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be offensive. I'm literally trying to offend everyone right now. That is not my actual opinion. They're cool games. I, I played, I think Sims won a bunch and actually had a lot of fun with it. But like the, um, the time between releases is huge. Yeah. The massive price that you have to pay for the extremely Expansions. large amount of DLCs and expansions. All the DLCs. Is wild. Um, like just, I, I don't know, like especially financially. I mean, it's from EA, so who's surprised? But especially finance, financially, like, ouch, it would kind of suck to be a, a Sims gamer. <laughs> yeah it's a little rough definitely definitely abused on the subject of being abused um let's see nope forget it i give up let's do something else in, <laughs> let's do something else entirely xbox uh let's oh wait oh no i've got okay you know what no let's talk about the ltt store dot dot com st oh wait no no i lied okay uh here's what we're gonna cool. do we're gonna talk about the chair video Okay, so this, there's no okay. notes in the doc or anything, but you have, I think you actually might have been the one who pitched this concept, like, years ago. Sure. Was it you? Water-cooled gamer. I think that was me. I think it was you. Okay, so it's been years since Luke has been at Linus Tech Tips making videos, but we are finally executing on some of his... <laughs> best ideas that quite honestly the reason we never did is because no offense luke but neither you <laughs> nor i had the maker chops to do them properly we all yep. saw what happened with the pizza pc <laughs> that was you guys should seriously make a v2 we do if need to make, do that we're going make to an actually good one it will be really cool yes yours okay. was just astonishingly bad it, <laughs> it was technically worked it was a total misunderstanding it was a pass <laughs> you completely misunderstood my pitch i was like look i want it to keep the pizza warm and then i watched this video and you've got cold pizza and you're trying to heat it and i'm like oh my god nobody would do that <laughs> But it it, kept, it made it warm. No, so but that means that it would keep it. Yeah, warm. but nobody would do that. That's why they didn't get it. <laughs> they didn't get it, Luke. They didn't get it. They didn't understand the genius. They didn't. Yeah, well, because you didn't understand my genius. <laughs> you made my genius look stupid. <laughs> anyway, the point is, you and I didn't have the maker chops to execute some of these ideas, and that's fine. I, you know, it's okay. We can hire that. So we did, and Colin was hard at work on Watercooled Gamer, finally. Guys, do not miss this video because, man, I, like, I, I can't stop gushing about it on camera during the video. And I was talking to Colin after, and I was like, yeah, can I get this in my office? And he's like... I mean, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm like really warm because I was like shooting just now and I was like kind of running around. And I just ran up the stairs. I'm like, I'm going to sit in my chair and I'm going to start immediately sweating. And I, I put it in my office. Anyway, I like I talked to him later. I'm like, it's so amazing. It's life changing. And he's like, I thought you were just kind of hamming it up for the camera. 
when, like when we were shooting, I'm like, no, this thing is every bit as good as I said it was on camera. It's so great. So I like, okay. actually want one. Okay. No, no, you do. You've already you do. sold me. You do. I'm not even kidding. You've already sold me. Like, I would pay compared to like ergonomic chairs. I mean, you and I talked about ergonomic chairs on, yeah. on Discord the other night. Just like, yeah, realistically, ergonomic chairs are as much marketing bull as gaming chairs, if we're all You're being right. honest. You're like, spicy some of the audience there's, right now. There's well-made chairs, and then there's like poorly made chairs, and everything else is pretty much marketing. So a bunch of people with their with their tushes and some Aerons just got quite offended. Yeah, well, I'm 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 sorry. I'm sorry that your ass, but maybe if you bought a better chair, then it wouldn't. So that's, get, <laughs> get wrecked. So before I would spend a thousand dollars or fifteen hundred dollars on like an ergo chair or whatever the case may be. I would spend like I I wouldn't even consider spending that kind of money on a chair, for a cooled one like the one Colin built. I would seriously consider it. So let me talk you through. It's not like this one. It's got a foam back. So this is an Office Master OM5, which I do actually really like. Um, but is you know more. It's a more affordable chair. It's like a few hundred dollars as opposed to like over a thousand dollars. Um, so it's like a foam backed one. And what Colin did was he completely took the upholstery off. He used a laser cutter with a defocused beam, okay? He intentionally defocused the beam so that it cut a three, what was it? What is this? Is it, I, I don't know. I don't know. About a centimeter? Three millimeter? Uh, three millimeter, I guess. So whatever. He cuts this channel and he goes over the path multiple times. So what happens is he eats away some of the, some of the foam um, to make these like, these like snaky tube channels like routes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but without turning the foam crusty so he's got this like wide laser cut and because of the circular shape of the laser right it inherently cuts a little bit deeper in the center so the tubing actually goes in there perfectly he uses a little bit of foam safe glue to tack it in and he's like man he went so far like beyond the call of duty on this it's got like four passes on the one side four passes on the other he specifically left the spine free because a it's not going to be making contact if you're sitting properly in your chair anyway um and b it might not be comfortable to have your spine chilled and then he did the same thing in the seat so going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, there are a few things I think we could do better. And I go through it in the video, but get this, aside from the, there being water-cooled tubes embedded in the foam and then put the upholstery back on, it uses thermoelectric cooling. That's pretty cool. Because but... think about it. Like we've talked endlessly about how bad tech <laughs> cooling sorry. is, right? Like, yeah. LTAs don't make a ton of sense for CPUs and, and graphics cards because even though they can reach very low temperatures, you know, like minus 10 degrees looks really great on paper, what they can't handle is really high heat loads typically. And when you do have a very powerful Peltier, it's very inefficient. But a human body is only around 100 to 120 watts. So... We ended up just recycling these very affordable, like this is the kind of thing where even if we productized it, you could go build your, your, your own for not very much money. Um, so we took these aquarium chillers with 300 watt Peltiers on them. We just completely recycled them. Actually, just one of them. And you sit in it and it's like life-changing.
it's life-changing. I wonder if this would probably be a terrible idea, um, but I wonder if you could sell like kits. I have no idea. It's the kind of thing, man, it'd be, it'd be tough because without like, there's definitely some things that would need to be redesigned about a chair that really had this integrated from the ground up. There actually is a chair that exists. I forget what it's called, but it looks, I no bet offense, you, terrible. I, I bet you, you could work with course. I can just fling these ideas out now because who cares? I'm not even part yeah, of it. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, I bet you could work with like a Corsair because they, they have chairs, right? I'm not talking out of nowhere. They have chairs. And and okay, maybe someone else based on that reaction. But um, you could probably work with someone to get the foam parts. Right. And then cut them and then give the, the tubing, the Peltiers, everything in a kit. Mm -hmm. And that person buys the chair. Maybe they buy the chair without even the seats on it and you guys could like literally finish the seats and they just put the seats there. I don't know. Or, uh, or they could just like get the foam out of their seat and just insert what you had. Like you could work with a chair manufacturer yeah. to be, get the stuff. Just be like, because yeah, like a ahead. company like a Corsair yeah. or another company that's, that's tied at least somewhat into computer memes at all that would blow up. Oh yeah. I think it has, I think it could be absolutely huge. Like it's honestly, it's one of those things we probably won't have to do anything to get this productized because as soon as the video publishes, every chair manufacturer and their dog is going to start trying to make a water cooled chair. Because that's super cool. Um, Oscar Chu says, isn't this the same thing as warmers and chillers and high end cars? No. So high end cars use the HVAC system that's built into your vehicle and they actually use refrigerated air and they blow that through the chair. So same basic idea, but because you don't have a forced air HVAC system like strapped to your butt, um, it, it would not be practical to do it that way. A Peltier has the advantage of operating nearly silently. It's just the cooling fan for it. And um, also being uh, small. So you can actually strap it realistically to a chair, which is something that unless you're Adam Savage, uh, you're probably not going to build into, you know, something that, you know, fits onto your body. Yeah. Someone in uh, chat said, yeah, but you have to have a cable running off your chair. I think that's an extremely small price to pay. And especially with like proper cable management, it's not going to be a problem. How often do you need to move your chair like that much? Especially, yeah, exactly. You're going to scoot back. You're going to scoot in. That's like pretty much it. Yeah. Like if you, if you have to play like chair racing, then maybe you should grow up. Or just use a different, <laughs> cheaper, worse chair. Yeah. Chair racing is fantastic. Get wrecked. Get wrecked. You literally uh, have a video of chair racing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> By All the right. way, you weren't here last week. One more thing I want to talk about from, from last week's WAN show yeah, was, sure. uh, have you heard about the uh, Mario Kart? Yes. You I'm so jazzed. You guys got a too of that video. I'm so jazzed. Uh, well, no, I just want to play Mario Kart. IRL like that looks yeah. like so much fun. Yeah. But remember we, we use the RC cars at the skate park. You guys should do the same thing. Oh, you should take them to the skate park. Like for channel super, just, we should totally go back to yes. the same place. I love it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I love it. We should yeah. totally do that. So we could, we could even have, uh, whoever's playing face away so that they have to use like the camera on the car. Be pretty sweet. Speaking of channel cool. super fun, we've actually got a great one coming up. Do you know about this? No. 
Okay, Channel Superfund is not dead, ladies and gentlemen. Dennis is determined. Like, the corpse is lying there on the ground, and he just he's just, like, hammering right, away at its chest. Beat, heart! Beat! <laughs> um, he, he's determined to keep it going. Anyway, I've got... I came up with, I think, an idea no one's ever done before, which is really hard when it comes to pranks on the internet. Oh, my. We decided to steal the car of one of the people who works at the office and replace it with the exact same model vehicle and then see if they notice. What? Okay, I already put together all of that, I'm pretty sure. I think I know who. Would you notice, would you notice if we swapped out your car for your car but like not quite your car and remember we we have time okay so we've got a couple hours with it so we can we can literally vacuum up your cracker crumbs and other crap on your carpet and throw it in the new one if you same if model there, year same model year one like detail in my car which is like the logo on the steering wheel in the middle of the steering wheel yeah there's like minor damage to the left side of it mm, would you notice that, that? Was, that was yes, probably because it annoys me every time. But it's it, I bought it like that, so there's nothing, whatever. But if you guys like even like temporary markered on top of it and made it look similar, it wouldn't even have to be that close. Yeah. If I'm in my periphery, if it was similar, probably not. I bet you I wouldn't notice. <laughs> Just being honest. So yeah, it's it's over on Floatplane already, and it's probably worth a watch. Um, Pretty, pretty fun video. Pretty fun video. We've got another really good concept. That's another sort of like... Oh, I was wrong! Messing with... Who do you think it was going to be? Who do you think it was going to be? Well, I don't want to say... No, no, go ahead. It's fine. Everyone's filling the chat with it anyway. I thought it was going to be Brandon. Brandon? Because you oh. got a model... Didn't you... You bought your in-laws a Model X? Or he has a... No, no. They got a Model Y. And Brandon would definitely notice if he had a Model Y all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I th a... Sorry, I thought I thought you had gotten the same model. So yeah, my bad. Yeah, no, no. So yeah, we we ended up we ended up going with Yvonne, and I'm not gonna spoil the ending though. I'm not gonna spoil the ending. It's definitely worth watching. Okay. Um. Awesome. All right. So why don't we? Oh, you know what? We should probably talk uh, sponsors real quick here. Yes. The video, the show is brought to you today by oh that was a little bit jarring brought to you by joinhoney.com that's right honey is the free shopping tool that finds the best promo codes for you wherever you shop online at specific sites those of you who downloaded Honey, see, I did it a few more times to mask that the first one was accidental. Those of you who downloaded Honey from our link saved over a hundred grand in the last few months. And Honey works in over 30,000 stores, including Amazon, eBay, Newegg, Razor, Best Buy, Walmart, and more. Honey gets a small commission from sites where they save you money. So that's where they make their money. That's why it's free for you to use. And it installs in just two clicks. So get Honey for free right now at joinhoney.com slash Linus. We're going to have that linked in the video description. In fact, we're not going to. We have it linked there right now. You can also check out Squarespace. Squarespace gives you the tools you need to build and grow your online presence. They've got tons of templates spanning a large variety of categories. So whether you need a website for your blog or for your wedding or for your business, Squarespace has you covered. In fact, I have my own Squarespace site, linusmediagroup.com. You can go there. It's not great, but hey, the good thing about Squarespace is we made it real quick styles. 
<laughs> and it's functional. It actually works, which is more than you can say about like old Slapdash websites that don't use Squarespace. So True. sign up for Squarespace, get a free 14-day trial at squarespace.com slash when. And you can get 10% off your first purchase, by the way, at our link down below. Finally, the show is brought to you by Streamlabs Prime. Streamlabs Prime is a premium toolkit designed to supply streamers with enhanced resources that increase production value and audience engagement. Access all 40-plus apps in the Streamlabs OBS App Store, and you can choose a custom website domain and unlock a variety of premium website themes. Sweet. You can access hundreds of professionally designed overlay packages to add flair and stand out from the crowd, and get an extra 10 gigs of storage for more alerts, GIFs, merch designs, and more. Pricing starts at $12 a month paid annually, and you can check them out at the link in the video description. All right, what do you want to jump into next? Do you want? Do we you want should to... probably. We should probably talk about. Um, okay, Xbox. LTD store real quick. Okay, fine. And Xbox. And you can check. Oh, oh no! What's happening? Hey, sorry about that. All right, go ahead. Uh, LTD store. Sweatpants. Right. Hit There's me one with on it. your head. No, 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 no. There was a different thing. There was a different thing. Oh, this. Mm. Okay, hold on. So I had actually, I had actually wanted to tie this in with the discussion about the chair because poor Luke, poor Luke has no air conditioning over there right now because there's a bit of an air quality. Uh, problem here in Vancouver and his air conditioner is not the kind that just recirculates the air inside the building it actually filters air in and out of the building so I was he was like oh no I have to wear this I have to wear this new merch item uh, all show and oh no it's a sweater and oh no I don't have my air conditioning and I just I just wanted him to put it on so that I could talk about how he doesn't have a water-cooled chair and how he's probably really warm right now. We're, we're not actually launching this sweater right now. So that was it, Luke. Thanks. When are you launching it? Uh, later. Later. Some other time. <laughs> okay, that makes way more sense. Because like, why? it's like the world is burning. My AC is off so that there isn't more smoke in my house from the wildfires. Why are we releasing a sweater? I was going to support it. I was there for you, Nick. Okay. But I just didn't understand. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Well, while you take it off, I can tell the, I can tell the story of, uh, oh, it looks like Floatplane uh, stream is down for some reason. That's very strange because YouTube and Twitch are both still live. That's really unusual, actually. Like not even, not even just trying to be like, hey, Floatplane, it's so great. That's actually very well, the, unusual. The restreaming server is different than the other, so it's not actually necessarily that weird. Oh, hold on. That seems to be back. All right. Well, that's fun. Uh, anyway, so let me tell you the story of why we're launching a sweater. And actually, do you want to just show the peeps why yeah. you want to? Why we're uh, launching a sweater in uh, in August, uh, September? Well, actually, it's so late that it's almost just a little bit early. So it's meant to be just like a, a super kind of snuggly, I didn't feel like getting dressed, but I can't be seen in my pajamas type of like fleecy interior sweater. It's really simple, just clean branding. Uh, I think we're going to launch it next week. So in the meantime, the only product that we have to uh, pimp to you guys is the uh, wrist warmers here. That's what these are for, right? For warming your uh, wrist? Yes, particularly. Keep it, yep. Keeping your wrist warm? Yep. You know what? Not even kidding. These made a big difference to my Beat Saber game. Think about it. Okay? You got sweat on your arms. 
you're whipping your hands, your, your, your hands around, your sabers around. Where's the sweat going to go? You're whipping okay. it around. Yeah, actually that's, yeah. The sweat cool. goes to your hand, right? Yeah. And yeah. what are controllers made of? Slippery plastic, right? <laughs> so for the same reason that I wear them when I play badminton, it's actually really helpful when I'm playing Beat Saber. So yeah, guys, you got oh. to get yourself some LTT sweatbands up in here. Luke, you really don't have to keep wearing that for no, realsies. Well, hold on. My, my girlfriend who actually stole it and wore it before I was able to and is actually a huge fan of it even though it's not released yet. I'm gonna show a feature of it, even though it's not coming out yet, because Linus is pranking me. There's these like super slimline pockets on the side. We can't see it. There we go. Yep, they're like uh, hidden kind of stealthy pockets. Super like, stealthy pockets. Kind of you a like, hidden... totally wouldn't notice. Pretty cool. You know what's really funny, Luke? Is Jake was actually <laughs> one of the biggest drivers of this product. And the only two people outside of like, uh, like guys who work at LMG that have worn it and loved it so far, are Yvonne and um, Planty Time over there. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it like it's like it's like obviously a guy cut, but Yvonne wears her. She has a pre-production one. She's had it for like months because we've been working on this forever. Um, she wears it all the time. Like other than when yeah, it's I too mean, hot. I Nick Nick dropped these off so I, I funny. Think it was last week. And uh Emma stole it like we can Emma Planty Time, whatever, it's fine. Um she stole it like almost I was, immediately. I was just trying to promote the stream, yo. Heck yeah. Planty time. time. Twitch TV. She, <laughs> she she asked me today if you guys could make merch for her stream for her stream because she likes she likes the merch that you guys make so much and she had a few people asking if she could get some merch items for them to get and i was like i uh, I, uh <laughs> you know I what's really know. funny is we are we are straight up getting pretty close to opening creator warehouse up to more creators um currently there are four people who work there and we are posting six job postings in about the next week or so that's that's pretty wild i think you might yep. have some like minimum order quantities you know what i think there's I, okay there's stuff that we could work with though so there's certain things where we'll be able to piggyback on our biggest customer which is obviously linus media group inc um and do alternate designs for other creators and get around minimum order quantities that way um oh. there's also you know if they only want to make slight modifications to merch items that you know, we've already done a lot of the design work on. Um, if they want to just do a very small run, that's something that is possible once we've got more designers on staff. Um, it's something that we've invested really heavily in over the last couple of years because we just identified this problem with merch that was out there and we're so tired of merch services that suck um, that we were like, okay, well, let's just spin this, spin this up as a separate company, like figure this out, figure out merch sourcing. And, uh, you know, maybe if we do a good enough job, other people will actually be interested. It's great. This is great because you taking, you being in such a hurry to take it off is actually like the best endorsement I could ask for because it's a really warm sweater. It's, it's, yeah, it's not super bulky either. It's like really uncomfortable to wear when it's warm. It actually like feels thin, but yeah, it's, yeah. Okay. I have one last LTT store thing. And this is really exciting guys. 
if you bought a CPU yeah. pins design, okay? So if you bought one already, it's it's too late if you didn't buy one. Because here's the thing. We can't uh, like we can't announce like a like a golden ticket type thing because then all of a sudden we're running a lottery. But what I just you're you're really wonking now. Yeah, what I decided we can do is we can print golden tickets and then tell you guys after the fact, when it can't affect your purchase decision, what happened. So this shirt right here is the CPU pins design. And you can see that some of the pins are open circles and some of them are closed circles. And the closed circles make this LTT, uh, what we call our diamond logo, in the middle of the bottom of the CPU. If you bought one, look very closely at it. There are three out there that have a different design. There are three one-offs out there with a different design in the pins. And if you have one of them, what you need to do is send us a picture via the LTT store support email of what it does say, and you will win a gaming rig. Ridiculous. Yep, RTX 3000 series equipped gaming rig. It might take us a little while to get our hands on it because RTX 3000, but we will ship it to you if you got one of those shirts. The next, you, you guys should do like, obviously you can't announce it. Yeah, I can't promise anything like else. A genuine, uh, genuine golden ticket, get you to like LTX and a tour of the office in the way that like, that would Willy be Wonka awesome. Golden ticket done. Did you see that the, uh, the je yeah. I think is it the Jelly Belly guy is doing golden tickets right yes. now and giving away yeah. a factory? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that ridiculous? So funny. I just, oh man. The world is a weird place. I know, right? It's like, what's stranger, reality or fiction these days? I don't even know. I have no idea. But uh, someone's like on my way to buy a shirt. Okay, you weren't paying attention. I already said it's too late. Yeah. Although yeah. I'm not saying that we'll never do anything like this again. I'm just saying that if you bought one and you got... I'm not going to even say what the design of the shirt is. You got to go look at your shirt because I'm willing to bet whoever got it. Cause actually it. I know that whoever got it didn't notice that it's a different design because they would have contacted customer support already, but it's very different looking. Once you actually like clue in, you're like, Oh, that doesn't say LTT at all. So <laughs> go, go check it, go check it out guys. Uh, all right. Let's talk about Xbox series S and Xbox series X. Shall we? Okay. So finally, the information is rolling in on the next generation consoles from Microsoft. And I'm not going to lie, man. It's looking pretty compelling. Yeah. It's looking pretty compelling. We've got the Xbox Series X at $499 coming. So pre-orders are going to start September 22nd, so in 11 days. And they are going to launch globally on November the 10th. And then the S is coming in at just $299, so it will be discless. Unlike Sony's strategy of doing two full-powered consoles, one digital only and one with an optical drive, Microsoft has basically said, well, look, if you don't care about an optical drive or if you want to save a buck, then we're going to do like a totally cut-down version, but we're going to price it super aggro. So even though it's only... Let's have a look here. Four teraflops versus 12.15 teraflops on the Series X with less RAM. My understanding is that the SSD size is the same, is it not? 
hold on, those uh, specs are not actually in here, and I'm a little bit hazy on it. If you want to, I'm sure Chad's going to correct me. Um, so even though it is less powerful, 299? Holy crap! Like, you cannot, we've tried. You cannot build, like, a good quality gaming machine. Well, you can, but it's, it's, it's tough. You're going to end up making compromises somewhere if you're trying to build a gaming machine. Remember, it comes with a controller, like a good quality controller. You can't ignore value adds like that. It is real tough. Like, what's an Xbox One controller worth? Like 40 bucks, 50, 60 bucks, something like that? Got to be around there. Like two, I, I guess 50, 60. Yeah, I can look it up. There. $250 <laughs> is not enough to build a gaming rig especially one that's going to have the capability to play all these upcoming games for a very long period of time. Now, it's not going to run at 4K resolution, obviously, like the Xbox Series X is. And in fact, I've seen some rumblings that developers are a little bit unhappy about the Xbox Series S's low specs and yet this uh, ambitious target of 1440p gaming because it means that kind of like PC game developers. It's so funny. Consoles are getting so much closer to PCs. Just like PC game developers, all of a sudden Xbox developers have to target all these different, not just resolutions, but now levels of detail. And they have to start playing around with draw distance from one machine to another. And I mean, it's it's already happened such that you can actually adjust graphical fidelity settings in game and go, okay, I want this FPS. Uh, where I know I'm going to be sacrificing some visual quality, but I want a higher frame rate, or you can run at a lower frame rate and have you know more eye candy on. It's it's basically happening now. the The consoles are the consoles are PCs, but I still think the most compelling thing about the new Xboxes is not just this crazy affordable price for a new generation console, but the subscription service. Like this is to me, if I'm Sony, absolutely terrifying so the series s is going to be 24.99 a month for 24 months and will include game pass that's nuts no uh, i also can't hear you by the way no upfront cost whatsoever so game pass and the console by the way you actually own it so at the end of 24 months, you own it. You're effectively financing it, not just renting it like you might from your cable company with your cable box. So you own the console at the end. You've got cloud streaming via Project X Cloud, over 100 Xbox games via Game Pass, over 60 EA games via EA Play. So that's a $5 a month value that's bundled in. First party Xbox titles on launch day. And it applies to the Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and S, and PC. So basically for, yeah, 10 bucks more than Games Pass alone, you get a Series S. And for 20 bucks more, you get a Series X. That's wild. Like, we, we've been talking about games as a service for a long time. I personally didn't expect they would just give you the device bundled in on that price. I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty wild. That's the cable, that's the cable TV model, except yeah. that Microsoft has the benefit of something people actually give about which is gaming instead of like shows full of commercials or whatever now you can have games full of commercials people are moving to like netflix and stuff anyways which you can do through the console so who cares um a couple random things that i looked up while you were talking yeah uh, xbox controllers they start at 65 bucks US, there you go. and they scale up quite quickly 
Um, for even some of the more basic designs, they start moving to $79, $85, et cetera, all US. In terms of storage, the Xbox Series S uh, has, in, in the expandable storage is the same. The type of SSD is the same. Yeah. The speeds and feeds of the SSDs are the same. But the Xbox Series S, uh, it, its main storage SSD is 512 gigs, and the X is, is one terabyte. Right. So thank you for thank you for the correction there. So here's a crazy thing. This is absolutely bat crazy. It actually costs if you knew you were going to buy Game Pass anyway. Um, it actually costs sixty dollars less to buy it by financing it through Game Pass than it does to buy it outright in the first place and then subscribe to Game Pass for two years. How much of a mind blow is that? Microsoft is effectively, I mean, you can see it either way. You can see it as they're effectively like giving away games or they're giving away consoles. I mean, they're not, they're discounting realistically. And it's brilliant because they're actually getting you on the hook for effectively what works out to about five AAA launch titles. So five $60 games right at launch, which if you look at previous console attach rates, are not necessarily that high. I mean, I don't know what it was like when you were a kid, but like for my Super Nintendo, I only owned, aside from Super Mario World, which came with my console, I only owned three games. I owned. We Super... used to rent a lot. Oh, we used to rent yeah. a lot. And yeah. so you, you look at it and you go, oh snap. Well, this is, they're basically taking that, that purchase revenue that I spent on Final Fantasy three aka six sorry final fantasy three in north america pilot wings and super mario all-stars so there's my 180 dollars and then probably the other hundred couple hundred dollars that i spent on rentals and instead of it going to blockbuster microsoft just gets to take all of it so they're subsidizing the console way more effectively they could sell these things at an even deeper loss depending on what their licensing agreements are like but i mean they're also the publisher for a lot of these games so like yeah they hold all the cards. They're, they're they're vertically integrated. I don't know, man. The PlayStation the PlayStation Five was looking pretty compelling, but uh, this looks pretty compelling too. Unless you already own a PC, in which case you could just get Game Pass, and then you don't need an Xbox anyway. And like the Game Pass, as much as I resist those types of things, I'm always the like physical copy guy, but the Xbox Game Pass is pretty solid. Yeah, there's a lot of really there's compelling stuff in there. Really good stuff on it. And like, <sighs> I, yeah, the, the like what genuinely was, very compelling prices. What was that stupid Android console? Yeah, this is no like, ooh, yeah, you know, like, oh, it comes with games. This is like real games that you were actually like gonna buy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know this this list of like launch titles. I don't think these are included necessarily. Gears Tactics, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean that's a Microsoft uh, published game. So yeah. uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, Destiny Two Beyond Light. I don't know, but these are launch titles for the console anyway. So Destiny Two, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Are you gonna one hundred percent Valhalla, or do you just not care anymore? Are you over it? Uh, Assassin's Creed games are very. The last two have actually been very good, um, and if. I'm just I'm just so worried about Assassin's Creed games these days because who who knows the whole time it's either been like just one of the worst games of the year or one of the best ones and there just seems to be no real way to know before it comes out. 
So just I'll, I'll I'm not even I will I will not pre-order it. I'm probably not going to get it on day one. Going to see what the like quick reviews are, and then I'll decide. All right. So let's let's get with everything that we know now. Can we get a verdict, Luke? Next gen console. If you have, let's say you have like seven. Let's say you have six hundred dollars to spend. So that's uh, that's a Series S uh, with Game Pass. Um, for for two years or that's a series x and you're just kind of on your own for games you're gonna have to save up for games uh we don't know how much playstation 5 costs but it'll probably be less than that and you'll be able to afford an exclusive or two what do you buy i think it's actually not that simple i think i can't properly answer that question because the subscription model of mm -hmm. acquiring the console that way yep. and it being 24 months. That's a long commitment. That is a long Most commitment. Most relationships last less than 24 months. You know, let's get real here. Yeah, especially, I mean, if you're in high school, they might last less than a week. <laughs> less but, than 24 um, hours. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, it's it's it might not be that simple. Like, if, if I'm remembering my, like, purchasing decisions that I made around games and kind of stuff when, sure. when I was... A lot younger let's say high school time yeah like this series s at 25 bucks a month damn looks, looks pretty good doesn't it i could get that together i could mow lawns i could yep do whatever i could get yep. my 25 bucks i'd have to give it to like my mom whatever and yep. then she would handle Use the money. credit card or whatever yep yeah but like i could do that i might even push knowing myself and go for the x at 35 knowing that I'm going to have great games for two years. The console's going to run it just fine. And maybe every once in a blue moon, if I like push for some extra cash, I might be able to buy a one-off title. Um, but that's like, I think the subscription approach is for a lot of people, the, just the digestibility of it is so fantastic. Don't forget about PlayStation Now too, though. So PlayStation Now does that exist. Come with a console? Yeah, well, that's the that's the difference. What we don't know, though, is if Sony's going to counter with some kind of PlayStation Now bundle, because whether they had intended to or not, now it's kind of looking like they might not have a choice. Uh, so I had to, when I was yeah. growing up, I got an Xbox 360. Um, and I had to get the core. Is there any details on this? Man, I can't remember. I think it had less less hard drive or this something. thing sucked. <laughs> and it was so annoying because you like needed so much more stuff to like make it actually right. good. Right. Um and and I got that because that's kind of like what I could afford at the time. Really wanted to get an Xbox. Um I think I my this is so long ago, my details are super fuzzy. I'm sure my brother was with me in on this. I'm sure my dad probably is like the only reason why we got it in the end, et cetera. Um, but like there was something going on. I don't even, yeah. Okay. Can I pitch this? So Sony's, Sony's still going to have the exclusives. Like that's a, a very, the hard drive. That, that's right. It had no hard drive. So, yeah. okay. Hold on a second. So Sony has their exclusives. Microsoft has this like unbelievable value, but can I actually just hit you with something totally crazy. I think okay. what could what could tip me to Microsoft here if I was if I was shopping for a console. Notice that I didn't give you the option of an RTX 3070 uh, or whatever in there. <laughs> that that we're not we're not acknowledging that right now. Okay. Um, 
What could tip me to Microsoft is look how consumer friendly they're being this time around. They've already partnered up with Seagate for an external, like uh, for an expansion one terabyte SSD that'll cost a couple hundred bucks. That's a lot of money, but it's not like totally unreasonable. Uh, you know, like we used to experience with, you know, memory cards for, you know, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, that kind of thing. Um, and controller compatibility. Microsoft has absolutely taken a just gargantuan step forward in consumer friendliness with their controller compatibility carrying forward. Now, it's funny because as the words left my mouth, I realized that there is actually one other company that did carry forward controller com compatibility, and it was Nintendo, of all people, with the uh, Wii. So yeah. early Wiis, you could actually use GameCube controllers on. I guess Nintendo wasn't concerned because they knew they didn't have a ton of killer apps, and they wanted like GameCube backwards compatibility to be like a, a selling point of the console. I don't, I don't know what was going I mean, I, I can I can hardly ever figure and out what's the, in Nintendo's like, really head. really cool Wii games were, were motion-based, and it wasn't going to work for that anyway. Yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't going to cannibalize sales of, of uh, accessories for the console. But Microsoft seems to have basically said, okay, look, we're not going to gouge you on the accessories. If you already own, you know, $500, $600 worth of Xbox Elite controllers, go ahead, keep using them. Meanwhile, Sony's like, "Oh no, we have we have very we have we have very special <laughs> features. You simply cannot enjoy the games with the uh, with the old Wait. controller." I don't know what accent that is. Russian to German? Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. As long as it's not Japanese, I can't get in trouble. So, I I feel like this is them just being like, we really don't want to lose this time. Because I think I think you could probably say they lost the last generation. You probably. You could probably say that. You could probably say that. I feel like they're trying to come out swinging this time. Hundred percent. They got they got murdered. They did on their release last time. That's more like, like no, it. Not, not you could in... probably say they lost. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, but I don't, I don't even just mean in the end. Like with their announcements, they got murdered. Oh yeah, they... Sony was just clowning well, on them. They, they not only they not only didn't sell as many consoles. They looked like they had no idea what gamers wanted. They looked yes. cl they looked clueless. And, they looked out of and touch. Sony made sure that they looked that way. Hundred uh, percent. Which 100%. is exactly what they're supposed to do. I'm not like it's whatever, but this All's time, fair and love this, more. This seems Craft. very aggressive and very calculated. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, they're leveraging the strengths they have, which is Azure and the cloud, and yeah, this this gaming over in the network and content delivery over the network, and uh, just the fact that they are just generally like, what are what what are they like seven times the market cap? Like they're People, I think, forget sometimes that Microsoft versus Sony is not all that dissimilar to like Intel versus AMD at some points in their history. Like even when AMD is doing well, like Intel is a much, much larger company. And in the same way, Microsoft is an enormous company compared to Sony. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is what is Nick sending me here? Uh I have no idea what he's sending me. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Nick's just messaging me in the middle of the thing. Uh, this is from Cloud9. Um, 
tag someone who warms up like this and for whatever reason we've got a picture in picture of me like spazzing out this is actually very 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 tastefully slapped together here because they've actually got a picture in picture of what we're looking at in the big screen on my monitor there as though it's captured that is not what happened that never happened um <laughs> you look so pro <laughs> i think what i was trying to do was make it not track properly i can't even remember this is a long time ago that's outdated merch you guys are looking at there don't look too yeah. closely at it we don't sell I that anymore that video, i'm pretty sure oh that's hilarious all right so anyway i think you were, i think that's when the, there was the popular mouse test of trying to move it too fast on a mouse pad i think mm. it was logitech used that mechanical arm to do it Okay. And I think we were being like, is this even possible? Like, yeah. Is this Could anyone ever move their arm that fast? I think that's what we were doing. So I, I really like Microsoft's move with the controllers. That's actually a total game changer for me because it's like an unspoken cost. Like nobody talks about that a Nintendo Switch costs like $700 by the time you buy a console and enough controllers to play Smash with all your friends. Like... That's ridiculous. And yet we just, we accept it. We don't even really talk about it. So every new console is like, it's not just the 300 to 500 or 600, however much they charge for it. It's not just that. It's like that plus another, what were you saying? Xbox controller started at 65 bucks. So plus another like $250 of controllers to replace perfectly good controllers that there is nothing wrong with. And the stupidest thing about it is for years now, there's been no reason for it. As soon as we switched to USB and Bluetooth, there was no reason for controllers to not be intercompatible from generation to generation. And you can leave it up to game developers to say, okay, no, you're really going to need like a PS5 controller to play this game. But realistically, I would be floored if there's many multiplayer, like local multiplayer titles for the PS5 that actually require a PS5 controller. And if we're talking mostly single player games, then I would say there's nothing wrong with just using the PS5 controller that probably comes bundled with your console and some last generation controllers for all your friends who just want to sit and play. I don't even know what multiplayer, what local multiplayer games are like big PlayStation exclusive titles right now. Um, they're definitely more on the single player side of things. So there you go. Like, why do I, why do I, I need to? Don't know, but yeah, I'm sure chat's gonna. I'm sure chat's gonna jump in with some education for my. Someone who's like Rocket League dot 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 question mark. <laughs> I mean, you yeah, don't, don't need new PlayStation cool. Five controller features for that. Yeah, not so much. Uh, someone said racing games. Little Big Planet. Little Big Planet. Oof, Mortal Kombat. Again, like there's uh, bro force. Like there's no way you're gonna need. Well, what even are the stupid features? Just like better haptic feedback or something. PS5 controller features. Like what? What is what is the killer app here exactly? A redesigned light bar, two tone color scheme. Hold on, thegamer.com lists every exclusive feature. The new name, Dual Sense. Get oh, come on. You're not even trying. You're not even trying to make me care about this. Haptic feedback in the triggers. I could live without that. The share button is gone. It's now called create. 
built-in microphone. Okay, we're talking again, local multiplayer. That is a that is an, an online multiplayer only feature. Two-tone color scheme. Redesigned light bar. USB-C charging. No, there has to be something else. Isn't there something else? I thought like the 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 triggers are also like more more granular or something to go along with the haptic feedback. I don't I don't know. The point is I think it's I think it's anti-consumer, and for that reason, assuming that there wasn't some exclusive I absolutely had to play, I would rather support Microsoft just for giving two shits about not just their consumers, but also the environment. Why do we keep making plastic controllers when we've all had perfectly good controllers for 10 f***ing years? There. That's my piece on it. Yeah. Um, so we don't we don't know the price yet of the PlayStation 5. But if you had to call it, are you going for like for this generation, if you had to call it now, would you go Xbox? It's hard to say. I think there's a short-term winner and I think there's a long-term winner. I think in the short term, Sony wins because I think their consoles are going to end up more expensive, which I think is going to be good for their revenue right now. And I think that more people are going to be attracted to the PlayStation 5 because its launched title lineup looks a lot better. Like what That's is the true. what does the Series X and the Series S for that? What what do they have? Like nothing. And if I was gonna spend three hundred, five hundred, or three hundred dollars on an Xbox, there's a compelling argument to be made for me just spending that money on a graphics card and playing on Windows with Game Pass. So that's tough. Like if I if I wanted to cover all my bases, I don't go and buy an X because there's certain things you're gonna enjoy on PC and not on Xbox. But yeah. I'm not going to go buy an Xbox and a PC. I'm going to go buy a PlayStation and a PC. Well, like if I can uh, only, if, if it's like you've got three options, pick two. Yeah, but PlayStation has officially pushed forward. Like they 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 put Horizon Zero Dawn on PC. That's true. The exclusive work pretty well, and they said publicly that they, they are like I don't remember the exact wording, so I'm I'm shooting out of nowhere from here, but I think there's something along the lines of they're excited to do that more in the future. Yes, that is that is true. But right now, so that's, that's why I said there's a short-term winner and a long-term winner. So I think Sony is the short-term winner because there's more compelling reasons to buy a PlayStation than an Xbox Series. What are we going to call them now? This is so annoying. XPX. Xbox Series? Yeah. Like, oh, why do they do this to us? Anyway, so there's more compelling reasons for PlayStation right now, but I think in the longer term, man, Game Pass, cross-platform, um, like licensing the game for both PC and Xbox so I could like buy a game on my Xbox Series S and then like five years later, right, I still own that game and I can just, I, you know, I got a job now. I got like a ball-in gaming rig. I can like play that game at... 16k resolution or whatever on my on my computer that's sick that's awesome yep. that's an experience yep. that sony just doesn't seem to have taken seriously here that backwards and forwards compatibility which is ironic because it was sony that pioneered it in the first place with the playstation 2 and i mean the last generation playstation laughed at microsoft for like consumer unfriendly compatibility and now microsoft is going very consumer-friendly compatibility, and PlayStation's stagnating a little bit, at least so far. Maybe they'll I mean, change some stuff. We'll, we'll see. see. Maybe they can change uh, things around. They certainly have the capability because yes. everything's using standard communication protocols. That's the kind of the worst part about Sony's lack of backwards controller compatibility because they could do it. They could turn it on at any time. It's just a computer. I, I think 
I think the Xbox is going to be more. Hmm. I think this subscription model of getting the console is going to be very important. Oh yeah. I think the, the, the current generation of people rising up are being very, um, desensitized to subscription models. Yep. I was going to say conditioned, but that's a good word too. I, I think they both work. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I think this is very digestible, 25 especially bucks. in, in rough economy, low job forces, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, the, the world's on fire. There's a pandemic going on. Like it's, it's a little bit rough out there. It's a lot easier to digest 25 bucks, 25 bucks, no upfront. Get all your games. You can use your old controllers. You can maybe uh, Craigslist some other guys' old controllers. They're still gonna work. Yep. I, exactly. Like there's, there's a lot of it. It's it, the scrapyard it, wars console, basically. Yeah. If I was yep. and and like if you're in that situation where you're like a kid trying to convince your parents. Yep. This is probably the one you're gonna try to go for. Shad. So like I think. Shad. I, nobody's talking about Stadia. No, no one cares. This is Stadia. super chat. Uh, super chat. I'm just, <laughs> no one's talking about Stadia right now. Um, I yeah, I think that's super compelling. So, and, and I think that's going to get them actually a pretty surprising amount of market share because, like, yeah, the 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 buyer that you're talking about sounds like um, at least a relatively solid amount of income, probably an a, an adult at this point, um, potentially a double income, no kids situation or yeah. not married yet or something like that, like like stable, good income, all that kind of stuff. I think kids maybe less stable, maybe not as dedicated to, to games. And it's it's a little bit more digestible to do 25 bucks a month. You get this yeah. console, you get games for 24 months, whatever. I, it's just, it's so, it's so easy. Yeah. And what's cool about it is compared to something like Stadia, at least it's a local, it's, it's a subscription model again. And you can stream games to it, right, with Project X Cloud, but you can also play them locally with no latency. And when your internet's out, well, sort of, ha <laughs> always on DRM. Um, okay, hold on a second though. Navi to help them too. Yeah. Sorry. Go. Oh, uh, Navik Shah says DualShock Four works on PlayStation Five. Right. That's fair enough. But it's even more offensive the way that it works. It only works with backward compatible PS4 games. So the controller absolutely works. It's a software switch that they can flip. They just choose not to. I didn't even know that. It's even uh, more offensive. That doesn't make yeah. it better. Uh, and so something to add, we, we've been talking about how Xbox Game Pass is, is legit. Um, yeah. This is Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, meaning it also comes with EA Play. Yep. That's actually a pretty big deal. Yep. 60 games. 60 whatever, more games, you, baby. Whatever you think about EA, that's like actually a It's a lot of games. I'll make the rules here. All right. We should move on. Uh, I think we've got uh, some rumors to talk about with respect to Zen 3 and RDNA 2. Um, there's really not much that we can say other than that AMD will be announcing uh, RDNA 2 and Zen 3 on October 8th. I thought there was another date for one of them. Uh, don't quote me on that. So sometime in October... Uh, Zen 3 will be next-gen Ryzen 3000 series desktop processors. It'll be 7 nanometer plus, uh, so to speak, uh, up to 64 cores for the data center chips. Um, we don't know how many cores there will be for desktop, 
but AMD has stated publicly that they don't see a saturation point for core. So we could see more than 16 for all we know. I doubt it. I'll be floored if they do more than 16. Uh, first chips will be coming late 2020. Uh, looks like AMD is getting into a nice little TikTok cycle here, which is sweet. And also, we're going to have some news uh, regarding RDNA 2, a.k.a. Big Navi. So RTX 3070 has 5,888 CUDA cores, um, and Big Navi is going to have 5,120 shaders. So what it looks like with AMD touting 50% performance per watt compared to RDNA 1 and ray tracing support is another round of... AMD is just plain not competitive in the graphics space in spite of their best efforts. Uh, yeah. I, I would love to be wrong. I 100% I sign up for being wrong on this. I, I'm stoked to be wrong on this, but it's I, I, don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, RDNA 1 looked great on paper even, and yet for the first couple months of its life, it had horrible driver problems. And a and lot of these are... What I would consider relatively weak generation of yep. competition GPUs. Yeah, I mean, and... even when Nvidia has a bad GPU, like a GTX 480, or I mean RTX 2000, it was only bad because Nvidia's previous generation was so good. Like it's not like AMD sure. had anything to compete with it. Even yeah. when Nvidia sucks, their driver situation has been better than AMD's for what a decade. Like, and they like know it and they own that super hard oh yeah they're, they're super ready with uh game ready drivers yep like they take yeah. it real serious yeah so not letting that go yeah we're 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 hoping for the best here but um yeah you know not not getting my not getting not getting too excited here um we can we can go real briefly over WD labeling 7200 RPM drives as 5400 RPM class. Now, can I just throw this at you for a second here? If you ordered a 5400 RPM hard drive for your laptop or your external drive enclosure or whatever, would you see yourself as being potentially pretty stoked when you get a 7200 RPM drive? Uh, I guess, yeah. Okay. Well, Redditors of r slash data hoarder are upset with Western Digital again, this time for misrepresenting the rotational speed of their WD Red NAS hard drives. Uh, wait, what the? Uh, is this a blah blah? In the past, they have not disclosed calls the 55 the drives on firmware. Yeah, okay. So what happened was for each of several drive models, uh, Redditor Amaroko placed a sample of that drive on an empty cardboard box with a mic held directly above it. This is great. Spectral analysis of the recorded audio using Adobe Edition showed a baseline frequency of 120 hertz for two models of WD's 8 terabyte 5400 RPM class drives. That multiplied by 60 seconds per minute comes to 7200 cycles per minute. So these 5400 RPM class drives really were spinning at 7200 RPM. Now, faster spindles do mean lower seek latency and that's good for performance, but in the context of a NAS, where you might actually be more interested in low noise oh, and laptop. I did, I'm sorry. Uh, low noise and low power consumption, it can be a disadvantage because it'll actually produce more heat and make more noise. So yeah, NAS is a bit of a different situation yeah, for sure. That's true, sorry. 
Um, So unfortunately, the eight terabyte red that was confirmed to be 7,200 RPM consumes 8.8 watts compared to Seagate's Barracuda 5.3 while active and 800 milliwatts compared to 250 milliwatts in standby. Oops. When they're spinning at the same RPMs, Western Digital and Seagate's drives consume roughly the same power. Like the thing to remember is when you're spinning, it's not like it's this linear uh, difference in power consumption as you increase the spindle speed. Going from 5,400 to 7,200 RPM is not just a, you know, whatever that works out to, 40% increase in, in power consumption in order to keep it going that fast. I mean, even when the drives are full of helium, like the, the air resistance inside these drives is a significant problem. Um, that's one of the reasons that 10,000 RPM drives never took off for consumers. They were just so much harder to engineer compared to 7,200 RPM, even though it only sounds like, again, like 40% more rotational speed. Um, so W Western Digital's response here was 5,400 RPM class does not actually mean the drive spins at 5,400 RPM. Instead, they have published RPM speed within a class or performance class for years rather than publishing specific spindle speeds. Uh, they also said they fine-tune select hard drive platforms and the related characteristics to create several different variations of such platforms to meet different market or application needs. Blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I think there it's might be a little bit of... I think there might be a little bit of confusion in our notes here because I really thought these were two and a half inch drives. But I don't see any reference to that in the Ars article, which... Um, well, might... the Ars article on the on the picture, it says WD10SPZX, WD Blue 1 terabyte 2.5 inch. Okay, so I think what people were mostly upset about was these 2.5-inch drives in their laptops affecting battery life. Um, don't, don't quote me on that. The point is, whatever kinds of drives they were, there can be disadvantages to increasing the spindle speed, and Redditors are mad. There you go. That's the summary. Oh, man, there's actually, like, more pretty interesting news here. Do you want to do, uh, do, do the bounty now? We got a bounty, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Okay. All right, this is a thing that exists. And I know that there are people out there who have them because they've been considered collector's items for quite some time. This is the Hot Wheels PC. It was an entire set, tower, monitor, uh, speakers, keyboard, mouse, mouse pad. I believe there was a racing wheel. Yep, there's a racing wheel. I will pay... I, I want to do a video. I've actually wanted to do a video about it for a long time. There's also a, a Barbie PC, and I'll accept either. I think the Barbie PC was probably significantly less popular. There's a lot fewer pictures of it. Uh, yeah. LGR did manage to get his hands on one, so there's one right there. I will offer... What's a, what's a fair offer for this, Luke? What do you think? What kind of bounty should I put out? I don't want to offer too much again because they, I think I ended up overpaying for that monitor. I think you've overpaid for everything so far. Um, I don't know. We tried to acquire one and and kind of couldn't. Um, but okay. I don't know. I yeah. All right. Ugh. All right. Let's say. Let's say. Oh, what's the what's the chat? What's type, the chat type saying? One, type one. Type one. People are like a grand, two grand. I don't think two grand. One grand makes any sense. 
if you I have think, a, I think a grand no, for no. Hoggles PC, like you're, you're, you're. If you have you're, a full set, full set, I will give you sub speaker things. Yes, I will give you five grand for a full set, five k. Well, I still think you know what you. you know what Luke the the uh, the the monitor video went uh, it popped that video popped uh, I think I actually made my money back on it so you know what every once in a while I don't I don't feel like Yvonne would be stoked on that she, overall statement she's not she, Yvonne is not I think I might have made my money back CFOs are not that into I think I made my money back but that's okay <laughs> sometimes sometimes we gotta just take one for the team here and uh five grand if you can get me a full barbie pc or hot wheels pc we ain't real hard to get in touch with so just contact the business email it's not hidden uh that's my offer that's that's my offer right there um all right there's one more thing i wanted to talk about here apple is finally allowing game streaming on ios and it's in the most apple way possible um, they will allow stadia project x cloud and geforce now on ios but only as catalog apps to show what's available to actually nice <laughs> to actually play games users will have to download that game's specific app so every game in these streaming libraries must be submitted as an individual app with a so product page download... user ratings etc oh <laughs> what i know right what? Like what? Why? Do you have to download a separate app to just stream a game? Oh. <laughs> <sighs> I hope the apps can talk to each other decently well. I don't even so know. The core app has like everything you actually need to download, and the individual download for each game is just like nothing. I've never actually, I've never actually used like a, a catalog app, so I can't say that I have a ton of experience with it. I can just. I can say that that is I've so much. Actually, I've never actually used. That is so much kludgier than it absolutely has to be. So much kludgier. Yeah. <sighs> oh yeah, and in Epic versus Apple news, uh, sign in with Apple uh, was uh, Apple attempted to remove that from Epic Games accounts. <laughs> yeah, that's you know what's so funny is Apple like pitched their sign in with Apple as like a trusted thing. It's like, well, then why are you running around like removing it from services people use because you're butthurt over a court battle with it? Anyway, the, the removal was delayed. Um, so so that that happened. Somebody stepped in and was like, whoa, 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 this is this is not a like, good why idea. are we punishing users? Why? What are you doing? Like, that's Apple's arrogance on full display. They're so arrogant like it's companies like apple and actually i i think i was planning a rant about this in one of my one of my videos that i never ended up actually doing but um companies that don't understand that a customer who didn't buy your product right or the way you want them to is still your customer like if if i'm not if i'm not using airpods with an iphone i still spent 250 us dollars i'm still your customer the fact that there is absolutely no way to update the firmware on airpods without an iphone is ridiculous that is so anti-consumer and the fact that apple apologists keep well apologizing for this behavior for apple just blows my mind 
It blows my mind. If anybody yeah. else did that, it would be completely unacceptable. Imagine if to, if to get an OTA update on your Model Y, you had to own a Model X. Imagine that world. <laughs> it's absurd. Like, I, I, I can't even fathom it. Who else could get away with this? Every time we talk about this kind of stuff, uh, I wish you had watched Pirates of Silicon Valley. And the last time I mentioned it on the WAN show, I ended up getting a bunch of tweets of people saying that they, they watched it and thought, I had, I had one person that specifically said that it was, they, they've watched like all the, the Steve Jobs movies there, there are, except for that one. And they said once watching it, they thought that was the best one that they had seen. So maybe you should watch it one all right, day. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. It feels, it. It feels like it. this type of stuff feels so antithetical to like the idea of that company in that show. You know what I mean? Like the, the way that Apple is being ran these days yep. is so, um, it feels scared. Does that I don't make know, sense? I don't know if scared is the right word. Cause it's like, how can you be scared and arrogant? Like, how can you have so much disdain for your customers? Arrogance can come from fear. How can you have so much disdain that you would tell a paying customer that they didn't spend enough to use their product? Because they, they're worried that you're going to leave. Oh, okay. They need you to okay. buy more stuff. I think a lot of that, I, lo I think a lot of that arrogance comes from fear. I, their, their whole company to me has felt very scared for a long time. Interesting. Okay. All right. Okay. All and right. Like, like the, I get behind the, that. The, the company that you see in Pirates of Silicon Valley, they're, they're flying genuine pirate flags. They're having weird, crazy they have a party on the beach where Steve Jobs like intentionally pits two sides of his company against each other and not like in like fun beach games. Like he's trying to effectively make them hate each other to build like competition within the company to drive people to want to make their individual product better. Right. So that you can like push people forward even more aggressively. Like they're, they're kind of a little nuts and they're really aggressive and they push forward like really, really hard. And like, but they're definitely not scared. Right. And, and it, it, yeah, it feels these days that they're, that they're scared. Someone's saying that's wrong in chat. I mean, sure. But like, it feels like that to me. Cult mentality. Absolutely. All right. Speaking of, speaking of cults, you, you crazy cultists who tune in and give us your time so generously every week, you no longer have to give us any more this week. You can wait until next week to give it to us again. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you again next week. That's it for our show today. Oh, I lied. We have to uh, we have to um, acknowledge the, the the most extreme of the cultists, the super chat senders. Ah. Uh, uh, Floatplane Android TV app when? Ooh, probably not anytime super soon. Yeah, no no current in the works plans for that. Uh, Thomas requests a collared version yeah. of the Elemental shirt so I can rep LTT at work. A collared shirt. Um, okay, I mean, hit Nick up on Twitter and I'm, I don't know, maybe it seems like it's like a weird request, but, uh, Hey, Trevor says it's my birthday and I just had a halo land party. You're doing it right. You know whose birthday it is? My dad's. Happy wow. Birthday. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday. Pops left friend. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good dude. Really, really easy birthday to remember. Yeah. <laughs> Cause there was that whole, uh, like military coup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In Chile. Um, 
But no, I'm not. I'm not even joking. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It's like I was going uh, with the towers. Yeah, it's the whole like thing. Uh, all right. So uh, <laughs> Evan says, as a technology, what's your opinion of PAM4 signaling? And now that's in the new 30 series, do you think we'll see a lot more of it? So basically what that is, is sending multiple um, bits of data per signal instead of just whatever it is, one or two. So two. four instead of two. Um, yeah. So instead of just on the rise and fall, we've got these like multiple states. So it's basically kind of like TLC versus... Um, and like MLC flash versus like SLC flash. So having these multiple states, um, it, it effectively increases data transmission rates at the cost of making the controllers more complex. Uh, seems like it was a matter of time and I'm super stoked for more bandwidth on, you know, consumer hardware. I mean, I don't know what else there's to really say about it. Um... Paul says, I was browsing some old WAN shows and saw some guy named Slick hosting with Linus. Pretty strange times. He's a weird guy, weird dude. <laughs> uh, Robert Mail asks, can you let us know what publishers picked up the children's book? I would like to buy it this holiday season for my toddler. Well, it'll definitely be on LTTstore.com. We don't need a publisher. We are self-publishing. Uh, we're like, we're, we're printing this thing. That's what's happening. It's happening. We've already got like the, the copy that I held up in the video where I showed it off. That is basically final. Uh, there's, it's down to two suppliers now, and that was probably the one we're going to go with. That was a finished book. We are publishing it. Um, as for where you can buy it, LTTstore.com and maybe Best Buy Canada. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. What? We'll see how it works. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, I, I know there's, I know that our people are talking to their people. I don't know if anything's going to come of it, but I think it makes total sense as like a checkout aisle item. At like an electronics store. I think it makes total sense. I think sure. I think Costco should pick it up. Put it right next to the next gen consoles for the younger gamers. I think, I think uh I think they're called Indigo now, but I was gonna say I think chapters should pick it up. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Um Ryan Morash says the new Mario Kart game was made in partnership with a game studio local to me. I know a few people worked on it. That's pretty cool. It looks nice. really cool. It could be bad. Nintendo generally polishes things pretty well these days though, so uh, Jackson says, any chance of a $15 a month option on Floatplane? Right now, I have to have two accounts. Any updates on Desk PC V2? It's coming. Colin had a lot of trouble with the reservoir. He's been working on the other stuff. P.S. You got me into PC building at 10. Thanks for the great content. Hey, thanks, Jackson. Uh, I mean, we could put higher tiers just for lulls, but I don't really know what else we have to offer because as you're going to find out in How Does LMG Make Money V2, which is coming very soon, uh, I'm going to be opening up the kimono here, showing you guys exactly how the sausage is made, so to speak. Um, <laughs> um, you'll, you'll see, Floatplane is a significant contributor for us as it is. But one of the biggest reasons that it's so beneficial for us is that the money that Floatplane contributors give us pretty much just goes to running the organization we, it doesn't add a lot of additional overhead for us like something like a patreon would if we were constantly like you know putting hats in boxes to ship to people or like doing posters and stuff um so we don't want to create more tiers where we can't provide more value and we don't want to become float planers no offense luke we we want to no, focus i agree though we, that's like we're, we're, we're doing a, a bit of a recruitment drive right now and one of the things that i've been talking to creators about that i've been trying to pull onto the platform is that you don't necessarily want to become a float planer. And that's, that's kind of the whole point. Yeah. Uh, 
so yeah that's that's not a problem at all um all right with the okay uh Okay, Alexandra says, my first video of yours I watched was a case unboxing 10 years ago. No idea why I kept watching. Yeah, those videos weren't very good. Any recommendations for 3440 by 1440 under $1,000 Canadian? I mean, you can't go wrong with, um, can't go wrong with LG. Um, can't go wrong with Asus ROG. Can't go wrong with Acer. I mean, the reality of it is everyone's using like at most two to three panels anyway. So it all just kind of comes down to, you know, whose features and aesthetics you like better and who's on promo. Um, I mean, not not entirely. There are some models that are more unique and there are some exclusive features. But like even LG's sub one millisecond IPS panels, there's other manufacturers that have integrated them now. So uh, James asks, do you think we'll start to see motherboard redesigns? Um, no. I think motherboards are probably going to stay pretty darn similar to how they are in spite of, you know, the architectural changes. Uh, PCI Express Gen 4, we're just going to, like, plug things into that, and they're going to be, like, faster. It's going to be good. Apparently, Xbox Series S is 500 in Australia with an exchange rate of 1 USD to 0.75 Australian dollars. Yeah, it's always like that, you guys. It's because it costs a lot to ship stuff there, and you don't have a ton of population, so there's inherent, like, organizational overhead that has to be paid for somehow and it gets passed along to the consumer i mean hey don't feel too bad about it right like you pay more than an american but you live in australia and on that note thanks for tuning into the stream see you again next week same bad time same bad channel goodbye <laughs> there he is Muted intro, people are saying. Oh, did I not unmute it? I thought I did. I love this. There's a review. There's a review of my book by Chathon. If any non-famous person crapped out such a garbage book, it would not be picked up by anyone. If any non-famous... Oh, no, it's basically just the same message again and then a bunch of crap emojis. Given that you haven't ever read it, I guess it's pretty hard to review it, where, but... Where is this review? Uh, oh, it's, it's in the YouTube chat. Oh, okay. I love you, YouTube chat. You guys are great.